What a wonderful week it's been in the life of Effie. Here at Weekend at Effie's, we're going to go through all the highs and lows. We're going to talk about In-N-Out Burger. We're going to talk about spicy peppers. We're going to talk about, well, we didn't talk about the Twinks, but we're going to talk about films you haven't seen yet. They're not in theaters. And we're going to talk about that low-life scum. I'm not saying his name. Thank you for supporting us. Please rate the podcast five stars. Please leave a review comment. Please tell someone about the podcast. Please be excited for us as we find out in the middle of this uh, podcast that we won an award this year. And then um, subscribe to the Patreon, weekendateffies.com, and listen to all the bonus content and see cute pictures of dogs and other things like videos. Videos. Oh, I can feel the planets and they're in my brain. <laughs> Peter, this is, I got to be honest, I'm not going to talk about that this week. Is that fair? That's fair. That's fair. Because it's not, I mean, I'm sure it's going to come up a little, but I don't, I'm not in a great mood about it. And there's so much other joy in my heart, and there's so much other excitement to be had uh, in the world. And we've got things like this beautiful Alani New Cosmic Stardust. Do you know they put vitamins for your hair and skin in these? That's why my hair and skin is so hairy and and skinny. skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Weekend at Effie's. Also, Weekend at Pitars. Also, Weekend at Bebop's. Also, Weekend at Lucy's. Lucy's down uh, dealing with the currency of the time, bones. Bones. Bone currency. What a what a way to end the year. I was I made a mistake the other day because I finished. Uh, I finished the flights for this weekend that we're going to discuss, and then I realized one, two, three, four, five. I still had six flights left. So my my original count of thinking I had eight flights left before this weekend was wrong because I took uh, four flights. So I had ten flights left, uh, and now I have six flights left in the year. I expressed that fact to an Uber driver who told me I was uh, a crazy person. Uh, I forgot to bring up this Uber driver the other day who I had, who, you know, I, I land in Atlanta and I got to make the choice. Do I take the Marta home? Yeah. Or do I just eat the shit and take the Uber? And a lot of times recently I've been eating the shit and taking the Uber. I've done well on merch. I feel confident. And I say, you know what? I can't walk a half mile after riding two trains today. And I get in the Uber. And most of the time I try to keep it really low key. You know, and the, if you pick the Uber Comfort, which is like three dollars more, they tell you your preference of conversation and of temperature. Temperature, no preference. Conversation, no conversation. Now, you may be thinking that's really weird because you'd like to talk to everybody. It's fun. But just remember, I've already done it at that point. Right. And I just want to go home, and I just want to lay down, and I'm very tired. I'm overwhelmed, but I got a wrestling fan the other day who was asking me a lot of questions and we were playing a game called, um, dead or still signing autographs. And he would just name people and I would tell him whether they were dead and he would go, that's a shame. And then, uh, he would ask for another one and I would say, still signing autographs. And he would say, "Woo!" and turns out most of them are dead. So I just want to say to all my fellow wrestlers this year. Um, I'm glad you're still alive. Glad you're still with us. And keep care of your health in these trying times because one day uh, you're just going to be uh, the conversation of an Uber ride where someone either says dead or signing autographs. And signing autographs, less reaction, but you're not dead. Yeah. Uh, when we're reducing the entire wrestling industry to dead or signing autographs, it really starts to lay in that there's not a lot of time left in this world. And, you know, let's make the most of it. Um, let's have a good time while we can. And Bob, Bob is digging a hole in the couch. He's digging a hole where the rain gets in. Uh, I haven't had a great week, Peter. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> when I get the what the fuck is going on with the planets right now text, I know that everything is not okay. Yeah, everything feels a little slowed down. Everything feels a little wonky, wonky, if you will. Uh, on the mini show this week, we got into parts of movies we've seen. <laughs> and I realized we're in the grand curse period of 
uh, getting a lot of screeners that are not out in theaters yet. Well, so. Okay, because this is video, we can actually prove to them oh, yeah. that we're drowning. Yeah. Drown us in the screeners. This is great. Now, I have not shown any of these to Pitar without permission, legally speaking. Let's, yeah, we've got video now. Yes. Yes. Eileen is back. We can watch Eileen. Uh, now in theaters, maybe? Oh, this is good. Uh, Pitar has the stack here. Gonna, this is what we're dealing with. This is the amount this of screeners. This is what we're dealing with. This is, and I mean. They're even sending us little twink displays. We're hanging the twink display on the wall. Wonka, Chalamet. Uh, Some of these might not get released. I was telling you yesterday that one oh, of yeah. them might get fucked on and they might not ever put it out. <laughs> Shit. Well, you know, we're going to watch that movie and we'll go really upsetting. Great film. Can't believe they didn't release it. And we get to be those people now. Oh, well, what, how was it? That oh, was great. Yeah, you should have seen, seen it. Should have seen it. Should have seen it. Can't see it. Um, I started this week in Canada, which is, and I found this out. Are you uh, going to go to the Canada sing-along you're telling me about? No, I can't. If I'm ever in a grown, uh, a room of grown adults that have been informed to sing along, I that's the closest I'm going to come to committing some sort of domestic terrorist plot. It's I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah. I don't once. think I would go to one of those screenings where everyone. I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure I'm being uncomfortable sure about this. There's just a part of, I don't know, my soul that cringes at stuff like that a little bit. I like the movie theater because we can all be there together and I don't want to know you. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I just want to get my popcorn and sit in the dark and look how big the screen is. I am willing to trade that large of a screen for a shared experience. If the choice, if I had the Scorsese uh, private theater zone with my own popcorn machine, and I could just watch A Bug's Life on the big screen uh, without anyone else there, I would do it. But if I have to sit there and watch him become a beautiful butterfly with the rest of you to get to see it on that large of a screen, then God so fucking help me, you can come too. Is a bugs? Is that what you're waiting for? Is a theater re-release of A Bug's Life? Is that not everyone's favorite Pixar film? I th- no, you might be a little unique in that. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Um, because we talked about him and you expressed some distaste for the man known as Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, it recently did come to light that he was an absolute monster on the set of the Santa Claus movies. Yeah. Who would have guessed that the fucking loser ass Tim Allen. Let's put a movie. Let's make a movie where it's Tim Allen and Julia Roberts together. And maybe there's an accident on set. Is that too much to say? I just felt I just felt my bones flare up Dude, uh, at the thought of those two together in a yeah. film. Ugh. Tim Allen, you're a bad person. Tim Allen, nothing you've done to assist in uh, the childlike wonder and, and telling of tales along the lines of all the Toy Story films and Home Improvement and the Santa Claus 1 through 3. The only good thing... You're forgetting about Last Man Standing. I'm not watching that fucking show. Yeah, Last Man Standing, if it was a contest to see who's the worst man standing, he would definitely be the last one. The only good thing about the Santa Claus movies, there's two. You ready? There's three. No, there's two good things about the Santa Claus movies. but there's three movies. That hot elf Bernard and Jiminy Glick when he played um, Jack Frost. You know, that's considered to be the only time that um, Martin Short didn't hit as far as, like, acting. He hit for me. He outacted Tim Allen in every scene. I'm Jack Frost. I'm Jack Frost. I'm evil. That last one's weird. Like, real weird. But you got to think, like, how much Santa Claus is there, you know? How how many many times can you tell the story of, like, oh, yeah, Tim Allen, Santa Claus, again, look at him. Look, he got a little tubby. How is it okay for Tim Allen to get tubby? And that wasn't a problem. But Keegan-Michael Key does it, and we're all hating him. For eating too much chocolate. That's bullshit. Okay? I thought he was jolly. All right. We're, I'm getting we are lost here. super in the weeds. If you can't tell, this is a retrograde podcast, and I'm already fired up about stuff, and I think it might just be leaking out from other things I'm fired up about, which I'm not going to discuss right now. Okay? Uh, big, big rest of the year ahead. Got my blood results back. 
went uh, Wednesday morning to the hospital, LabCorp, to get my blood done for Glory Pro. I'll be there twice before the end of the year. I'll be there this Sunday in a one of my favorite matches announced this year. Can I be honest? Yeah. Me versus Dan the Dad versus Shazam McKenzie versus Hornswoggle. You know about Hornswoggle? No. Hornswoggle used to portray... Well, and this is... This is one of the problems with the new Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. He's taking jobs from little people. And Hornswoggle is a little person, but the job he had at WWE was as Finley's leprechaun friend. Oh, you have told me about with this. With a shillelagh? Yeah. yeah. And he then was revealed to be Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. For Like for real? Well, no. Like for, oh. you know, you really you bought into it. See, Damn. you would have believed it. Uh Dylan Postle, what a wonderful character actor who's portrayed Hornswoggle. But I got to tell you, we've never had a match together. And so now to be in this four-way match at the end of the year, I'm very excited. That's fun. I'm very excited. It's going to be fun. Sunday, um, I was given the choice of going to St. Louis and staying the night. And I chose go to St. Louis, wrestle, come right back home. And I got to tell you, I have plans already. Because it's Christmas. This is adorable, by the way. I... In the Snoopy jacket too. Do they can they see your fashion Snoopy? Beautiful. They have to know. Uh, there's a frozen custard, and we've discussed it on the show before. A frozen custard vending machine in yeah. the St. Louis airport, yeah. and there's nothing I like better than showing up still sweaty because I'm about to miss my flight and getting frozen custard and eating it on the plane while I know I smell next to the person next to me while I eat my custard. It's gonna be so good. I'm going to eat that custard. No, no biting the jacket no now, Lucy. It's a Snoopy jacket. It's a Lewis. Snoopy jacket. You could have been Snoopy. You could have been a contender. But you were biting Snoopy, and now you're biting Snoopy again. So the, the jacket that I'm wearing, for people that are just listening, is a abstract Snoopy jacket. Yeah, it's like a cool like New York uh, yeah. graffiti Snoopy jacket. So it's Snoopy riding a skateboard, but like kind of dissected through the whole thing. The only other lettering on it is a little portion that says King of the Streets, which I love. Snoopy's back 100%. And I saw another Snoopy shirt the other day, but it was Snoopy. Uh, and I sent you the video of this. This was this Friday, uh, or the picture of this. It was Snoopy as Tom of Finland and smoking yeah. a cigar. Yeah. And my friend said, or I guess the fan that was there, who is my friend now, said they designed it themselves and made it. More, more gay culture Snoopy. More Tom of Finland Snoopy, and more, uh, as we discussed on the mini-sode, gay cruising. <laughs> right? Is that... We can't yes. advocate for gay cruising. Uh, Lucy just got taken away, because she's doing a little snip and bite. Uh, this year, for Christmas, all I want for Christmas is to not be fucking betrayed by my friends, and to not have my nose broken by my friend's knee, because he's sad we lost the match, and... And thinks that he can get over on me because I'm so cool and everyone loves me. And and that bothers some people. It bothers people that I'm so fun-loving and I'm so excitable. And that, sorry, we, yeah, we lost a match, but we tried our best. What are you doing, Bebop? Bebop is digging into the sofa. This is... I just got to let people know, this retrograde, kicking my ass, number one. Number two, if this episode's all over the place, it's not my fault. It's not my fucking fault. Blame Jupiter, right? It's Jupiter and Uranus and Mercury, and they're fucking with my houses. That's kind of crazy how you like pulled that perfectly. I'm you listen to me. This is crazy. I do listen to you, <laughs> uh, and I also am able to just mimic thoughts of things I've seen and heard. Right. Uh, I don't do impressions. I just mimic sounds. You know, Uranus is the gay planet. You're telling me Uranus is gay? <laughs> the, the universe has jokes. Yeah, well, what's uh, is Uranus making me more gay right now, That's or is it, it less gay? It's, it's more slow. like uh, in your chart, it just says gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. It's a lot of people are like, oh no, you were tricked into being gay by the mass media. No, look at my planetary chart. Uranus says I'm gay, and that's that's facts. You can't argue with planets. You can't. What you does can Neptune try. say? It's just confused confusion. Yeah. Where what's she doing right now? Confusing me? Um yeah, she's hanging out in your uh, career chart right now or career part of your 
Is that why I'm just yeah. <laughs> lost in a fucking swirl of emotional retribution and betrayal? It fucking hurts. My nose hurts so bad. I'm smiling and giggling because I don't know what else to do except for know that my fucking friendships are broken and my nose is so hurt and blood keeps coming out of my nose. And apparently I snore, I found out. <laughs> no one tells me. No one will tell me. God forbid you tell Effie the, a negative about him. I just got to live in a whole fucking world of people patting me on the back all the time and just saying how great everything I do is while I die in my sleep because I can't breathe and no one's explained it to me. It's not your fault, Peter. There's a lot of people I sleep in the same room with and no one tells me. All right. And I'm blaming everyone around me. And that's Mance Horner. You didn't even have to attack me. You could have just let me die in my fucking sleep of sleep apnea. And it would have been a lot nicer for me to die thinking I still had friends. Would have been a lot fucking nicer than whatever the fuck I'm dealing with now, which is just fucking. I'm not talking about that. I went to Canada where I saw that beautiful Snoopy Tom of Finland shirt. Mm -hmm. So great. I got to say this. I don't want to take full credit. Now, I have been getting to Edmonton a little later, a little later. The first time I went to Edmonton this year was on my birthday, and I flew in the day before because it's a long flight, very long flight, yeah. uh, out to the western part of Canada. But this year, this week, I said, hey, I'm main event, right? And he was like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to land at 5 p.m., so I hope that's okay. And I flew into Minneapolis, and I had a layover for a very long time. And, you know, what did I do during that layover? I... Uh, folded my clothes again. I ate a cheeseburger. I sat around. Where was the cheeseburger from? It's, it, I, it was one of those places. It's like, it's not like a place. You know, it's like a... Cheeseburger Nancy's, that kind of... It's the kind of place like your aunt would be like, you know, there's a really good burger restaurant, but we'd have to go through TSA first. If we buy a Frontier flight, I bet we could go in there and just have a meal. It's only $28 for the Frontier flight. That's our price of admission. It's like when your aunt's like, I only eat cheeseburgers from Disney World. And you're like, yeah, you got to pay $100 to get in there. Uh, it's not like, it wasn't like a Shake Shack. I couldn't even tell you what the name of the place was. I had was. Shake Shack the other day. I love Shake Shack. Not good. What? Not good. What did you get? Um, I don't remember, but it wasn't good. What? It was and I love Shake Shack. Oh, so you, this is, you returned to Shake Shack and it was not. Mm -hmm. Was it the item you got or was it just the whole? The whole, no, it's what I usually get. It was not right. It was not right. Was it the same and you've uh, advanced in taste or was this it is possible? I've also, I don't or know. Was it a, I love burgers. Yeah. Like love burgers. Yeah. All of the burger restaurants in Atlanta have just. Yeah. I wonder, do you think it has to do with the beef or do you think people are just lazy? I, unfortunately it's more simple than that. It's just pandemic. Like yeah. My fate, like, uh, have you had farm burger? Yeah. Farm burger used to be really, 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 really good. Fell off. Fell off. You know, Wendy's bacon, double cheeseburgers. Still good. Still good. Still not supporting the Israel, uh, state. And, uh, they recently had the pumpkin frosty. Not there anymore. Fucking phenomenal. Damn. Holy shit. Really good. Uh, I think they do use you, real pumpkin. Do you dip your fries in the frosty? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say the ultimate of that, and nobody ever wants to go to Checkers with me, but Checkers has a banana shake, and if you dip those Cajun fries in okay. the banana shake, I will go to Checkers with you. Will checkers you? rules, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I got a vibe when we went to cookout after we saw the creator that you weren't that like if I went lower than cookout, which I consider Checkers lower than cookout. That is unfair because I was not in a normal headspace. Okay, and that's I fair. I do not like mixing food in abnormal <laughs> headspaces. I want more abnormal headspaces. Uh, let them know. Let, let them know. I okay. need more. Yeah. That's something that I've really enjoyed this year uh, is going into <coughs> abnormal headspaces with you. I'm glad you get to see the patrol, the butthole patrol, live on camera. And you may be thinking, oh, is there a criminal outside that Bebop is attacking? Likely just a squirrel. <laughs> what is it? It's a squirrel. He's, He's losing squirrel. it. He's losing his mind. It's just a squirrel. Bebop. You can't show your butthole to the camera. We're going to get flagged on YouTube, We're going to get Bebop. YouTube flagged for dog butthole. Bebop, come here. Come here. Squirrels don't bother you. Come on. This is like, we've been doing a little more off-leash training, which I know is frowned against in a lot of ways. 
and he's been fine. But I know the second he sees a squirrel, he's fucking gone. Yeah, he's out of here. And I need to just let him get it out of his system. I need him to see what it looks like when he really kills a creature, and that he'll feel sad. But I also I don't know if I can handle dog depression too during this time of year. What a little mutt! Mutt, come here, lay down. He's really going off on the squirrels. I appreciate being protected. I really do. Yeah. I don't need protection from squirrels. Bob. Bob. Bobby. Leave it. Come on, Bobby. Leave it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's be sweet. Let's be sweet, Bob, or I'm going to have to hold you. Uh, so I went through Minneapolis and had a cheeseburger. Uh, we love Wendy's. They're had, they have the peppermint frosty coming back now. Ooh. Yeah, I might. I don't. The pro, here's my problem, right? And I'm about to start a serious cut. I saw that picture of me as a so, okay. slender twunk. Because I am not a fitness okay. person, yeah. this is where you just stop eating and like continue working out? Or? So you continue working out. Okay. You stop eating certain things. So for me, it's very easy to do a cut theoretically because I will have a meal that's like chicken and pasta and vegetables, and then I'll eat a whole egg custard pie. Yeah. So if I just cut out the egg custard okay. pie, I'm good. But as you know, the king likes dessert. And so I'm trying to get it all out of my system now. I'm very happy with where the bulk has gone. I'm very thick right now, very powerful. But there's a lot of muscle under this extra buffness. of. Mm, uh, okay. You're revealing the muscle. You're trying to get gotcha. as much strength as you can, but you're also you're going to lose a little bit of it. Uh, so I will still be jacked and hot, but I will be um, more slender. But I saw that picture of me. Pre-bulk. Looking like Christ on a cross, looking, my goodness. Looking like Christ on a cross. I don't want to go back to being that thin, but I do want to reveal how deep these muscles run because I put a lot of strength into them. And uh, so, yeah. So before that ends, I'm going to make a few more post-workout Wendy's trips. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, don't start your cut until the new year because there's so many good Christmas treats yeah. everywhere you look. Also, this is not going to be a good year for New Year's resolutions again. Wait till February. What? Because you'll you'll fail. The, the past couple of years, New Year's resolutions have been set up with Mercury retrogrades, which is like automatic failure of said resolutions. So you're saying just take a deep breath, have another Wendy's Frosty? You should start. If you want to do New Year's resolutions, start treating your birthday like the start of your year. Don't treat... Like the first of the year is kind of arbitrary. Yeah. And it's usually never good because it's Capricorn. Sorry, Capricorn placements, myself being yeah. one that has yeah. five. Yeah, you're the you're the, <laughs> the supreme Capricorn. Yeah. All right, well, good. Let's just stay on the same path. I'm gonna get another egg custard pie and two cans of whipped cream. And uh we're gonna have ourselves a little little Christmas treat. <laughs> the saddest thing in the world is you hitting the whipped cream and then the whipped cream <laughs> runs out. Yep, uh, still gotta eat that. Still gotta eat that pie, whipped cream or not. I like when you asked me the other day. You were like, "Do you do you give Bebop whipped cream?" And I was like, "Maybe." <laughs> like, because when I hit the whipped cream, he comes running. Yes, he does. Yeah, I give I give Bebop whipped cream. Uh, he's lost weight this year. Yes, so far, and you were a big help in that and taking him on some more walks because I'm lazy. Uh, but also, we have been portioning his food, which he does not like. But he looks so much more slender, yes. and he's excited, and uh, he's been so fun to see uh, gain his little puppy energy. You showed me that picture the other day, and you said, this is not a comment on his weight, but look how cute he was as a puppy. And I was like, okay, all right, he's doing great. little slender boy. Yeah, that's why we make him wear the pig costume, Yeah, so he remembers what it's like. But I will say, yeah, he's uh, very convincing when it comes to eating some of my food. Yeah, those eyebrows. Yeah. Mm, please. Yeah, he has human eyebrows, which is... Lucy didn't get human eyebrows. That's okay. She's still very convincing, She's but I'm not going to be convinced. Robert Blake eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, Robert Blake. You killed your wife. Uh, so I went and I landed in Edmonton, and I was picked up alongside Evil Uno of AEW and Joey Janela. We had a beautiful ride. Here's what I'm getting at. Uh this whole winter, I've been like, Denver, not that cold. Boston, not that cold. New Jersey, not very cold. Chicago's not even that cold. This is the coldest. I understood why people wear gloves. I was standing outside waiting for the car, and I was only standing outside like five minutes. Like, it wasn't a long run. And I was like, oh, I can't. 
I can't feel my hands. I physically cannot feel my hands anymore. This is horrible. This is the worst time I've ever had in my whole life. This is bad. Uh, I don't like the cold. I think if you're a Christian, you should recognize God's telling you not to live in certain places. God's saying, like, here's a place you can live, and it's, like, moderate and temperate. These dogs have just st- stolen your seating. I'm going to have to hold that boy. Uh, uh, they're being so cute, though. They are cute, but they have completely... You, complaining about cold doesn't track for me because you wear shorts year-round. That's true, but that's also part of my punk rock eth- ethos. Don't you understand? It's me looking and saying, you don't control me to the weather. So you're saying shorts are punk rock? Shorts are punk rock in the winter. And I'm definitely not wearing pants in the summer. So the punk rock goes right out the window. Yeah, it's I barely wear clothes, Peter. Let's be completely honest. I like you had to force me to put a top on to do this podcast because the nipples are a problem for YouTube. Yeah, I 90% of the time I'm wearing a pair of shorts. This is as much clothing as I'm willing to put in. I used to get yelled at by AJ when I would walk the dogs. He'd be like, you have to put clothes on. Our neighbors are going to see you. And I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. People pay to see me in less clothing than this. I don't like wearing clothes. I don't like doing laundry. I already have to do a lot of laundry because I clean my gear. Wrestlers, clean your fucking gear. It's Christmas. You're not booked that much. Clean your fucking gear. I clean my gear every week, Peter. If I showed up to a show and I had dirty gear that I had to put on, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even wrestle. That's gross. It's gross. That's gross. It's disgusting. People you smell their gear and you're like, what are we what are we doing? And so y'all are, open their bag and you're like, what are we doing? It's I mean, y'all are like all over each other too. That yeah. can't be fun. Yeah. You think I want to get a fucking staff infection? Like when CM Punk had that big lump on his ass? You could say he is the staff infection. Whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna get me in trouble again on here. You know what? I gotta say it. A huge CM Punk fan. <laughs> Uh, really excited to see how he does. It seems like he's doing really great. So much interest, and he's so good at wrestling. And I think he's going to, you know, he's been coaching some of the younger girls at NXT. He's been showing up to do that. So I think it's going to be, this is going to work out really well. I think he's going to do great. WrestleMania, he's going to go do that. Somebody the other day said, does everyone just become The Rock? And it's true. They do. You disappear. You do other things, and then you come back when they're willing to give you the WrestleMania main event for night one. Has, has The Rock come back to wrestling? He did for a second, and then the strike ended, and he was like, ah, I gotta go! Oh. He was there for like two weeks, and he was like, ah. and then John Cena was there for a few weeks too, and then the strike ended, and he was like, ah, I'm dealing with an injury, gotta go! So he's filming Peacemaker season two. Three? Two. Two. Uh, really excited for that. Um, I recently got... Uh, the new WWE 2K23 game because it was on sale for almost nothing and it's fun to play on the stream and John Cena uh, takes you through his career and he has his bouffant Vince haircut as he talks you through his career and then you play the career. Yeah? I don't know. Good for John Cena. He's done a lot of things. He has. He Uh, has. He met MJF at the Iron Claw premiere. They were shaking hands. Mm -hmm. So I think that's crossing of the streams. Um Really, I'm just excited for all wrestlers right now. I think all wrestlers are great, and I think everyone's storylines are smart and good, and I think everyone's doing awesome. And I think every every wrestling company is killing it. No notes. How's that? Perfect. And everyone's... I shouldn't have never doubted you. You're doing awesome. Wow. It's really awesome. You're really reaching for the stars. Love it. Did you see that Kenny Omega segment Wednesday night? Really good. That's my New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution is to just lie. (laughs) My New Year's resolution is for people to say, what would you think? And I go, I loved it. And uh, and it was great. That's what I think. (laughs) How's that? That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, So I got to Edmonton. (laughs) I want to say this. The first time I showed up there, about 400 people. Second time I showed up there, about 500 people. That night, 700 people. Now, I don't want to say it's because I became the champion. But it's because I became the champion. Yeah. And I looked around the room. The first time I ever went there, there were some uh, uh, 
frat bros that were making some comments. I didn't even hear, but someone heard the comments. Oh, this is that place. This is that place. And then last night, or the night I was there, there were so many homosexuals in that room who came up to me and said, oh, so-and-so told me about this, and -and so-and-so told me to come see you. And my line was out the door, and I don't want to make any remarks or notes, but I do want to say this. Uh, I saw, and we had a discussion about how much merch money other people made. No one even came close to what I did. Damn. My line would not end. I kept going, oh, I should go to the back to get things together. And then the merch line kept getting longer, and I just let it happen. And what a night. I feel so blessed. And I think this is, you know, I don't want to say, like, oh, look look at all the magic I create. But I am a gateway drug, spelled with a Y. And I think that I am uh, able to bring people in and show them that, it's a safer environment that they, you know, like, and then that creates a safer environment because there's more of them there. And then uh, they come and they're excited and they didn't know they were going to like wrestling and then they liked it. Yeah. And it's magic to see growth at a place over time after I've come in and come back and I'm returning in February again. I am still the champion. I had a really fun four-way match. Uh, four-way matches sometimes not fun because there's four of you in a match. So you got a lot of people coming at you at once. It all worked out fine. Uh, I won. Bebop is so cute right now. This is, are you going to move if I take this picture? We're doing live pictures here. Let's see if he just stays. I have both of the puppies cuddled up on me right now. He is so cute. Look at this little guy. Oh, <laughs> We're going to post that on the Patreon. He is eyes barely open. Now, Manders was also on this show. Mm-hmm. Not Manser. Manders. And he got there really late, which is fine. And after I was victorious and waved to all the fans and gave him a kiss on the mouth, which is, it's $100 now for a kiss on the mouth uh-huh. at the merch table. We went up in price. It's just, it's required. Um I was presented with another Uncle Tetsuo's cheesecake. Are you familiar with this cheesecake? This is the Japanese cheesecake? This is the Japanese fluffy cheesecake. Now, this came in real handy, and this is nobody's fault but our own. We were getting driven back to the hotel, me and Manders and Evil Uno, and we were like, oh, we'll just order Uber Eats. It's fine. Well, not realizing Atlanta Uber Eats and Edmonton Uber Eats at midnight, two very different things. So me and Manders proceeded to try to order Uber Eats three times, and every time it would close – as we were ordering it, and I was eventually like, I don't know what we're going to do. And he was like, dude, I'm so hungry. Well, I remembered I'd picked up an extra chicken bacon ranch wrap from Tim Hortons earlier in the day. And I said, Manders, you can have this chicken bacon ranch wrap. He was like, what are you going to eat? And I said, that entire cheesecake. And I sat there with my hands, and I ate an entire Uncle Tetsu's Japanese-style cheesecake in the room with my hands. It was so delicious. The, the cut is not going to go well. Um, I'm built on desserts. It's. Uh, I'm also just thinking back to the hot dog that I tried to force you to eat that just sat on the table the whole time. <laughs> Was that a similar thing with this bacon ranch wrap in question? Oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. Almost like almost an identical situation. But I'll tell you this: the cheesecake went down easy. I'm sure it did. Just oh, just with my hands, no fork, out of the box. They put a cute little like fabric on it. It's got the like stamp on top. Uh-huh. And I just ate it with my hands. God. Now, I got to tell you, I love hot dogs. I would have eventually probably eaten the hot dog. I wasn't ready for the hot dog at that time. And, you know, it was, a, it was after a show. There's a lot going on. My brain is wild. We had a good time, though. You had a good time. Yeah. Uh, had a great time. We're looking to do a little less of that in the year 2024. We're being responsible. We're going to eat the hot dog. We're going to eat the hot dog. We're eating the hot dog. Eat the hot dog. I could have put some of those. Never mind. Um on the hot dog. I feel yeah, like it would have. Yeah, 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 No, I got you. Because of the relish. You. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, we had a very early flight to catch. Sauerkraut. That's what we're talking Sauerkraut about. Sauerkraut on the relish. Banana peppers. Pepperoncinis, if you will. And we flew through one of my favorite airports in the world. We had to go from uh, Edmonton, which is a very small airport, but it's beautiful in its own right. Now, I will say this. Once again, this is everyone praying for my cut to go well and me not to just be an asshole. But uh, Reese's Caramel Big Cups? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. I can't find them anywhere in town here. But I found them in Edmonton. 
and I ate many of them. The airport there has a like racetrack gas station type yeah. thing in it, and they are so good. Reese's Caramel Big Cups. Number one, I'm a big boy. Big Cups, that's a regular size for me, okay? That's a regular size Reese's. If I was seven years old eating a Reese's Cup, that's what it feels like to be 33 and eating a Big Cup. But now the Big Cups are full of caramel, and it just melts in your mouth. There's just caramel and peanut butter and chocolate, and you just bite in, and then it's smooth, and it's, mm. oh, God. We got to go find those. I think you need to play Wonka. Oh. Now there's chocolate, and there's chocolate. Okay? That's all I got to say. I-, I will say, yesterday when I went to Walmart. I love how we're dropping lines from a movie that, that isn't yet out yet. to come out. <laughs> now there's chocolate, and there's chocolate. There, what is I- this? Okay. <laughs> All right. I've been informed I need to announce a match right now. Ooh. While we're on the... What match are you announcing? Uh, I'm announcing Rico Gonzalez versus Jay Vidal. Ooh. It's going to be very good. Jay Vidal has been at Impact Wrestling uh, for the past few weeks. Okay, let's do this. Let's get this on, on the announcement. I'm sorry we're doing this in the middle of the podcast, but like... Sometimes Brett tells me I need to do things, and I have to just do them. I have Bebop completely turned over with his eyes closed in ecstasy, and <laughs> Lucy is under the table, very unhappy with everything that is happening. Do you have a favorite Christmas treat while I'm doing this? A favorite Christmas treat? Um... I like the when they start mixing in the actual like tree decorations or like the candy canes, but they're cookies. Oh yeah. Wait, where do you get this? Out of this is just remembered things from my childhood that I've never run into since. I'm a big fan of peppermint bark. Pe- peppermint bark's good. Okay, let me. Okay, this is announced. I don't know. We like a lot of the childhood treats for me are different just because it was Americans living in Africa making things they remembered from living in the States, but with Kenyan ingredients, which are different. Okay. Um, like you can't get half and half there, um, or like 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 a whipping cream, um, but they have. Uh, it's like a sour milk kind of deal that comes in these little like triangle things that you sniff off the top, like a like a milk carton, but it's a triangle. And we call I've never it seen mala. These. Mala. Mm-hmm. What is it made of? It's like a sour, like condensed milk something. Ugh. This is all just bits. It's like and- sour, the sour cream triangles, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's not. But it's not sour cream. No. But it's similar. Similar. Does it have a tang? I think so. And what are you making with this again? I'm sorry. Like uh, is... uh, baked goods, like uh, okay. cookies and cakes and. Other I like. Things. Listen, I like a like a sourdough pound cake. Yeah, I'm really into that. Like a little tang and things, or like a sour cream donut. I'm a big sour cream donut. We also because Cadbury is. Hey, we just won uh, the queer wrestling podcast of the year. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Live on the air! Wow! This is great. Look, we won. <laughs> amazing wait you got to do your speech um thank you to the academy uh thank you to lucy thank you to bebop and thank you to taylor and these were voted for by the fans so that's great that's awesome thank you for everyone that i did really cool actually um no but in kenya we had cadbury we had a cadbury factory there and so we would get like the Cadbury cocoa, which makes the most insane chocolate cake that you've ever had. Ooh, that's like the real cocoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Straight from Oompa Loompa Land. Oompa Loompa. They didn't sing that song, did they? Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's when he's in because they do they do little um, homages to the old music. Part of me is really into Twink Willy Wonka, and then the other part of me looks at him, and I've said this about a lot of, like, I'll see a very attractive younger gentleman, and I'll say, that seems like a lot of work. And that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think I'm just going to, like, get pizza with Wonka 
I feel like it just comes with a lot of extra baggage and plans and well it's because if you if you share a treat next thing you know you could be hovering 20 feet above the ground yeah yeah like you gotta watch out for, and I mean he's roofing everybody. Like my goodness, you never know what could happen if you're uh... his. Also, the cost analysis on the chocolates he was making, he couldn't have been making any money back, no, right? No, no. When you're getting the berries from Japan and you're getting the chocolate from the Oompas, they only had four cacao beans. All right, we're giving away too much. Go see Wonka. I'm sorry. I'm really proud of us for winning uh, Queer Podcast of the Year. It's awesome. Bebop is just passed out. Bebop is, I think when he wears the little pig costume, he just like sort of loses it. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Bebop, we won the podcast of the year. Do you, do you care? <laughs> wow. Uh, went through the Vancouver airport, one of my favorites. Beautiful airport. Uh, lots of lots of native and indigenous art in mm. there. And uh, we did take some pictures in front of the native and indigenous art. Beautiful. And some videos of Manders in front of the native and indigenous art. And um, oh, I had a... Can we go ahead and declare uh, the Weekend at Effie's Couple of the Year? Weekend at Effie's Couple of the Year is... Manders and Sawyerek. Yep. And not the other ones. Fuck you. Manders and Sawyerek. Beautiful love. We love a dominating female. We love a strong cowboy who's willing to put in the work. And... Uh, Australian women can't be trusted, and uh, Manders is the correct way to spell it and pronounce it. Not any other way. He's, I think Manders is very attractive. He's a hot cowboy, mm-hmm. and he's a big, thick daddy, and he throws people's, throws their bodies across the room. Whatever, I'm happy. Uh, we uh, Big Gay Brunch LA did win event of the year. Thank you. Love that. Um I'm going to let me tweet this real quick. This is a mess of an episode. I'm so excited. All right, let's let's do this. Don't get upset, Lucy. He's fine. He's fine. He's being a little cutie. Oh, did you actually fall asleep? <laughs> little guy. Oh. I love you too, Miss Lady. We uh, spent our time there, had a little food, had a little coffee, had some Skittles. Yeah. Had some more Reese's Caramel. Oh, they're so good. Give me give me Reese's Caramel. Send it to the post office box. Uh, Danny, the other witch, just sent us a package, a, care, a Christmas care package oh that I need to go pick up from our beautiful P.O. box. And then we arrived in L.A. and... One thing me and Manders have in common is uh, we're not really fond of going around L.A. It's very difficult. It's very stretched out. But we made it work. And we tried to call uh, Joey and Sawyer when we landed and got the rental car. We were like, hey, let's call them and get food. They were both asleep. They were both napping. So instead, we went to In-N-Out Burger. And we ordered burgers at In-N-Out. And it was great. But... I got to say this. Um, What's your in and out order? Double-double animal-style, animal-style fries and a strawberry shake. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, a Diet Coke. You know, I got to watch my figure. Uh, yeah, cutting, not going to be fun. <laughs> I was going to make a – because you got a – we got pizza last night for the movie. Oh, yeah. And a Diet Pepsi showed up. <laughs> more uh, – pushing more in the support of uh, wrestlers that like said drinks. I love Diet Pepsi. I love Diet Coke. I love Diet Dr. Pepper. I love I love soda. All right? So yeah. If I could give up soda, maybe that would be good. I'm not. I've accepted that one. You know, I like to go to the movies. I like to spend my six ninety five on a soda. You opted out for no uh, drinks or snacks for Iron Claw, though. For what? Iron Claw. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, get yeah, any yeah. drinks no or snacks. snacks. No snacks. Yeah, I was worried about being late. They were really, like, online. They were like, you cannot get in late. And I was like, we're not going to be late. And then they just let anybody in. Yeah. So I was like, why do we have rules if we're just going to let people just walk in here? It was. We were some of the only actual, like, reserved. Yeah. Who else, who else was allowed in the screen? I don't know. We had our A24 reserve seats mm-hmm. because we're, I don't want to, you know, should I say it? Fucking celebrities. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
And they did. We made them use the palms, uh, the palm leaves to fan us, Mm -hmm. to fan our tears. I don't know. I had a great time. I never go to that theater. AJ hit me up because my location is shared. And he said, why are you at this theater? I was like, oh, we're seeing the sad wrestling movie. And he's like, is that the one with Lip from Shameless? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I might have liked that. And I was like, you would not like that. Then I made you explain that you would not like that. Mm -mm. That's not what you would not like this movie. Uh, go see Iron Claw. You might like it, wrestling fans. Wow. You might not. Uh, Jerry Jarrett, of course, making an appearance in that film. Awesome. Love the Jarrett influence over all aspects of my life. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, really on the run of a lifetime. Wish him only the best. Remember my New Year's resolution? Uh-huh. Remember what I... Yeah? I'm, a, I'm fucking lying. <laughs> I'm fucking lying. Uh, <laughs> so we make it to LA. We do all that. And we have a big task ahead. For the past few weeks, our lives have been tortured by uh, by Jacob Fatu and his uh, path of destruction towards myself and Manser. And uh, he was bringing in the 400-pound juicy Fatu to have a tag match against us. I've got to say, uh, the first concussion I got was when Juicy Fatu just landed on top of me uh, in the corner. You know, I'm sure he wasn't trying to, but I was very loopy. And then the second concussion I got was later in the match after we lost, which I don't want to. My nose is broken, Peter. Mm -hmm. My heart is broken. Mm -hmm. My spirit is broken. You've just been sleeping all week. I've been sleeping a lot. I watched movies and I was crying because of the movies and because of the content in the films and not because of anything else. I'm going to speak on this next week, but... Whatever you fucking want. Yeah, we've had the same fucking mid-card booking for the past year, and we've still been over with the fans, and I'm sorry that fucking Santa Claus gets a GCW title shot before anybody else, and that we have to go to all these towns, and these local yokels have to be the ones to get the fucking championship spots. That's great. I get it. Uh, But be happy that we're booked, maybe. Be happy that we're given this opportunity. And I'm sorry that I uh, like to put other people over, even though it wears me out and it's hard to do, not even in matches, but I'm sorry that I like to help other people succeed by creating events that wear me out emotionally to put other people on and to fill the QWI list with names where my name was mentioned fucking 86 fucking times. 86 fucking times my name was mentioned in the QWI list. I'm happily number three. That's fine. That's great. I think that's awesome. I think it's really cool. And here I am with my brother in Christ. And sometimes you don't get the job done. Sometimes you never get it done. And instead of just being a gracious fucking loser and accepting that uh, one of the top fucking free agents in the world and his 400-pound tag team partner somehow defeated us, you got to take it out on me. You got to take it out on me. You think I'm not dealing with the same shit you are? You think we're not? You think we're not better as a team where we could have kind of come over this shit and fucking uh, handled this together as a unit instead of just fucking taking it out on me? The guy who's trying to help everybody else, the guy who's trying to put other people on, the guy who's trying to build the next generation of independent wrestlers, the guy who's trying to call out the bullshit in our fucking system, the guy who's trying to call out all the dumbass motherfucking promoters who are doing dumbass shit all the time. Why don't you take it out on other people with me since we seem to have the same goals and common problems, which are why aren't we being taken seriously as top single stars? Why don't you just fucking work with me instead of breaking my fucking nose in front of all our friends where I'm left just alone because everybody's in their own fucking world in the world of independent wrestling. Everybody's out here doing their own fucking thing that nobody even notices when Mance Warner kicks me in the fucking face, rips my fucking nose open, and I can barely fucking talk and sleep, and I'm snoring more than ever, and I have sleep apnea probably, which is made worse because my septum is bent in fucking half because my brother decided it would be a great idea to whack me in the fucking face and then kick me with his bare knee across the nose, which, no, I wasn't taking it like those losers take it from you. You put it right in the middle of my fucking face with no caution, with no happiness. You just stuck your fucking knee in my face, and I was left to just lay there like a dumbass bitch. I was left to just lay there and take it. And now you think, oh, well, if I can't get things with my friends, I'll just abandon all my friends and then I'll get everything I want. Is that how it works? You just got to go be a piece of shit. And now you're going to attract dumbasses like Paro and Charles Mason who think you're on their side because you're such a baddie. You're such a baddie. 
And little do they know, you don't like anyone. You don't care about anyone. You're not helping anyone. You care about one thing. You care about Mance Warner, and that's all you fucking care about. And you left me in the middle of the ring, bleeding with my broken fucking nose, throwing the ref to the side who was trying to help me. And what does it get you? I don't have a belt. I don't have anything. What do I have? What do I have? I have my own show that fucking stresses me out. I have my own fucking uh, dream dream matches. Yeah, I've had so many dream matches this year and every fucking six-man, eight-man tag that you've been alongside with me for. What do you think is going to happen? They're just going to switch you to the other side of the eight-man tag. You're getting nothing accomplished. We went after the wrong people, didn't we, Mance Warner? We went after our friends because we're so mad at everything that we can't figure out what the real problem is. You could have gone after Blake Christian. You could have gone after Brett. You could have gone after all these other people who are really the root of your problem when I hear your complaints and I know I'm going to have to hear your fucking complaints, uh, you're not solving anything by fucking breaking my nose and shitting on me and shitting on our friends. And who are you going to hang out with in the hotel room now? Who are you going to talk shit? Who are you going to book with in the hotel room now? I guess we didn't get it done in time for you. I guess there was a time limit on getting things done. And when I tell people to be patient and that things are changing, nobody listens to me. Nobody has patience. Nobody wants to hear it. They just want to kick their friends in the fucking face and leave them on the side of the goddamn road. Sorry, Peter. I just, I wasn't thinking. Um, yeah, I'm fine, though. I'm fine. Look at me. I look great. I'm emotionally there. I feel like I've got my whole life ahead of me. I just can't wait to put more people over on the gay shows. I can't wait to make other people fine. And, you know, here, here I am platforming another fucking dipshit who wants to kick me in the face because I'm sure I'm going to have to have a match with you now. I'm sure I'm going to have to have some kind of feud with you now instead of moving on with my life and uh, people realizing the emotional damage this has done to me, people realizing that, that my nose is broken and I can't fucking call anyone about it and my group chats are all ruined and uh, you've made your fucking choice. And I hope you have fun having Christmas in Australia, you piece of shit. So L.A. was great, and after the show, I caught a red eye, so I dropped everybody off and got the rental car returned, made the flight just in time, flew through Houston, had a nice egg breakfast, and then landed here in Atlanta and, you know, uh, blew the blood out of my nose. I blew the fucking blood straight out of my nose, uh, which my nose has been hurting all week, and now my mom knows my nose broke. And she can see it because she follows me on everything. She probably listens to this podcast and she knows that, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, my nose is fucked. Merry fucking Christmas. So excited for the rest of my bookings, for how many fun matches I have coming up. Uh, and I'll, I'll see you in fucking Atlantic City. I'll see you in Atlantic City. And if I get my hands on you in any capacity in this stupid fucking rumble match, I'm going to beat the shit out of you with a chair. That's all I can promise. Did you have a good weekend, Peter? Yeah, who are we talking about again? Nobody. We're not talking about anybody. Sorry, were you handling the dog? That's fine. Bebop doesn't like it when I yell. <laughs> Bebop, come here. Bebop, come here. Bebop, please. Bebop won't even come near me. Bebop doesn't even want to be around me. He wakes me up in the night because he knows I snore, and he doesn't tell me either, and he licks my face like, oh, daddy, you're going to die, and now he's looking at me like, I can't be near you. You seem unwell you seem like you're not you're not doing good right now man seem like you're really going through it so and congrats to us queer podcast of the year so many good awards around maybe i need to be a fucking selfish piece of shit too maybe that's what it's sending me to or maybe i should just stand by my fucking laurels and show people that being a selfish piece of shit doesn't get you anything that i could sit here all day and bitch about how i have nothing or how people take things from me or how it's always you know take 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 it's never give back to effie uh, no i'm not going to do that because i'm better than that it's okay to have frustrations but it's uh, also good to know where to put your efforts into to make those frustrations actually mean something how about that People are really excited about Rico versus Jay Gonzalez. I mean, Rico Gonzalez versus Jay Vidal. I can't even read. I can't even think. Just fucking feeling all this shit. Yeah. Sorry, I'm the booker of the fucking century. <sighs> um, was that your weekend? Yeah, great weekend. Really had a good time. Excited for next week. I'm going to be doing a very secret interview podcast next week that I'm flying to New York for. Ooh. Uh, and then I'll be at the GCW Holiday Show. Um, 
and then this weekend, obviously, at Glory Pro. And then my new year, I'm going to go back to Glory Pro, a big singles match that I can't announce yet. And then I'll be in the Do or Die Rumble uh, New Year's Eve in GCW. And then uh, we're going to be going to Philly, me and a few people, secret, secret, to film some promotion, some promotional material for the collective in Philly, where the final big gay brunch in the U.S. will occur. Yeah. Quite excited. I got the questions. Yeah, please. Let's do questions. I'm sure they're not going to bring up any harm. Uh, What is your favorite holiday food or meal? All right. This is, I'm going to get some flack for this a little bit. Number one, my mom uh, every year on Christmas Eve makes potato soup, cheesy potato soup. Ooh. It's fantastic. Isn't that kind of like a tradition in the South? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a thing. I've had a cheesy potato soup. Very good. But also, uh, Harry and David make the best fruitcake I've ever had in my whole life. Probably going to order one when I get off this podcast. Have you ever had a Harry and David fruitcake? No. Are are you a fruitcake fan? Fruitcake? No. No. Hard out for me. But have you ever had a Harry and and David fruitcake? I don't know these gentlemen. Well, I'm going to get you a Harry and David fruitcake, and you can have a slice of it. And if you hate it, don't eat it anymore. I don't like the insinuation, Taylor. What? Fruitcake? (laughs) <laughs> that's why i like it so much it's like uh, what are you a fruitcake and i'm like i'm full of it i'm full of fruitcake i've been eating fruitcake all day what does that make me uh i think it's delicious and it's very exciting for me to eat that fruitcake because it's there's a lot of bad fruitcake out there i'll admit it okay and it's not good but this fruitcake changes everything for me so that's my answer what about you peter what kind of and you mentioned a little bit earlier about some of the holidays foods yeah um the this is such a basic answer. Candy tastes better on Christmas. Like M M&M, like M and M's when they're red and green oh, taste yeah. better than regular M and M's. I think I completely agree with you. Do you think it's something with the cold weather that makes the chocolate temper better in the Maybe. way we eat it? Because the Reese's Bells are the best. Have you had the Reese's Santas? Yeah, the they're they're like the bats. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. It's they're the, the same Easter mold. eggs. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. Easter egg. It's the Santa. <laughs> yeah. It's the bat. They're all the same mold. Uh, yeah, we love it. We love. We maybe we should get some Christmas candy. I'm yeah. ordering this fruitcake. I got to order my mom some stuff too. She likes the pears from Harry and David. Oh. If she hears this podcast before I, it gets to her, they're very good pears. They wrap them in gold foil. Damn. They good. Yeah. Uh, they also make these chocolate covered cherries that are just like unbelievable. I don't know. I might get us a box, too. Yeah, this cut's not happening anytime soon. Merry Christmas, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm about to bulk. I'm about to bulk through 2025. Uh, okay, top five holiday movies. Muppet um, Christmas Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol's up there. Love, I, actually. I really like Elf. I think Elf is great. Yeah. I think it's one of Will Ferrell's better performance. I think he's funnier when he's a family guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think when he's under, like, the constraints of having to do the humor where it fits in a PG umbrella, I think he's better. Um, I think Land of the Lost is one of the funniest Will Ferrell movies of all time. But I also think Elf really ranks up there. It has a lot of memorable scenes. Um, I think the Santa Claus is trash, and I think Tim Allen can go to fucking hell. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, though, is really, I mean, it's top notch. Charles Dickens has never had better work done. Uh, than with the Muppets. Yeah. And you're right, Gonzo does wear the Wonka suit. He does. There's he really chocolate does. and there's chocolate. I love Gonzo. I keep wanting to get a Gonzo tattoo, but it's just going to look like an uncut cock on my arm. Yeah. Because his nose is just like, yeah. It's just like a soft, uncut wiener. Uh... Oh, no. I just saw what was in your lap. <laughs> Um, I didn't do a top five. I'm sorry. Uh, I also like uh, what's the one where Jack Black and Kate Winslet and uh, Jude Law. The holiday. The holiday. I the love holiday the holiday. Is incredible. It's a really great movie. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane, it's insane. but it's great. Okay, which half of the movie do you like better? Well, the one with Jack Black. Um, I like the scenes with Jack Black. Yeah. That's all I that's all I'm gonna say. It's Kate Winslet, right? Kate Winslet. She's great. Um Cameron Diaz. You know she Law. broke Tom Cruise's record for holding her breath underwater Seriously. in Avatar Way of the Water. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Have you not you haven't watched Way of the Water no. yet? Come on! Come on! 
it's Christmas. Do it. Okay. Uh, do you want me to hit Mancer with my car? LOL. I'll handle Mancer. I'll handle Mancer. Uh, does it take a lot of effort to keep up the kayfabe beefs in front of fans, be it in socials or in person? Uh, my nose is broken. Okay, um, that answers that. Yeah, I think some of the some of the beefs are a little harder to keep up with, but this is like this is a little different. I don't. This isn't good. This is like my friend. I don't know what to do. Uh, so yeah, I guess it's hard to keep it up because I gotta keep a positive outlook on my life right now. So yeah, really hard. Uh, it's not, there's a lot to be happy about this Christmas. A lot uh, of joy in there. <laughs> Love all my fans. What smells better than it tastes? A nose. Come on. Come on. Okay, okay, we have one more. All right. Uh, who watches the Watchers of the Watchmen? The no, answer is nobody because no they, they took, took it, it off HBO. Yeah, what are we doing? Isn't this Damon Lindelof? Didn't he do that one? Yeah. Uh, that series was so good. Yeah. And so perfect. And what the fuck are you doing, HBO? You already took Westworld from me, which like, come on. Yeah. Ed Harris? I know. He's so good. I know. Oh. And then uh dude from It's Always Sunny playing young Ed Harris? Yeah. What's his name? Jimmy? Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy. I can't even Jimmy. 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 He was also in that uh Netflix show about the government. That was really good. Except for that one guy who definitely kills people. <clears throat> okay, I want you to end by reading an excerpt from the book that I've just handed you. All right, this is an excerpt from David Lynch's Catching the Big Fish, a meditation, consciousness, and creativity book. This is about sound. Sometimes you hear a piece of music and it marries to a scene in the script. When I'm shooting, I will often play the piece of music in my headphones while listening to the dialogue. Hearing the music is just a verification that things are going the right way. For instance, the right pace or lighting. It's just another tool to ensure that you're following the original idea and being true to it. So it's a good thing if you've got some music up front to play to see if the scene works. Sound is so important to the feel of a film. To get the right presence for a room, the right feel from the outside, or the right sounding dialogue, it's like playing a musical instrument like the tenor sax. You have to do a lot of experimenting to get that just right. Usually happens after the film is cut, but I'm always trying to gather what I call firewood. So I have piles of things I can go to to see if they work. Like Rammstein. Have you heard Rammstein, Peter? Incredible band. They're from Germany. They released an entire set of their Cox's dildos that you can use yourself if you're so inclined. You just have to pop one sound in and you realize right away, that is not working. That's great. Should I keep going? No. It doesn't matter how wonderful an actor is when you're casting. You have to pick the person who marries to the part, who can do the part. I don't ever give actors cold readings. I feel that's a torment for them. And I don't learn anything either. Plus, then I'd want to start rehearsing with them, and it would take a long, long time to do that with every actor. So I just like to talk with them and look at them while they talk. I start running them through the script in my head as they're talking. Some of them go partway and then stop. Then one of them will go all the way through, and I'll know. So he's just imagining they're... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> we have to retire it. Yeah. Should I do one more? If, if you'd like. <laughs> one day, still very early in the process, I was talking to Laura Dern, and I learned that her now husband, Ben Harper, is from the Inland Empire in Los Angeles. We got to talking along, and she mentioned that. I don't know when it popped up, but I said, That is the title of the film! I knew nothing about the film at the time, but I knew it had to be called Inland Empire. Um, I'm done. I'm sorry. You know, I was watching my David Lynch impression, and I was thinking, I could go further. So I hope that this comes across as me going even further into the Lynchian portal. <laughs> Robert Blake lives in your mind like a thought vampire. Do you think they could remake Lost Highway with Muppets? Yeah. Oh, easily. Have you seen the uh, 
the Kermit video. Did I sing you? Uh, if you look on Instagram, the Kermit as Kermit is my boyfriend. No, I think you'll enjoy this. We'll end the episode on this. I thought I sent it to you on Instagram, but you don't get oh, a lot you of my. D- I uh, still haven't been on Instagram. Come on, spend maybe three months at this. Oh point. no, I also sent you the Billy Corgan at Disney World on there. I did not send this one to you on Instagram. Oh my god. This is a bop. <laughs> I love Kermit. Kermit is my boyfriend. Wow. Uh shout out Kermit. Shout out Kermit as David Byrne. Yeah. Who's not David Lynch, who I can't wait for you to finish Dream Scenario. Oh, I'm excited. We have so many movies to watch. Mm -hmm. Everyone out there, we've already seen them. So if you're going to the movies this holiday season, just know we've already seen them. We saw them in the comfort of our own home on digital screeners and DVD screeners. And there's nothing you can tell us that we haven't already seen. So have a good holiday. Was that rude? No, that was great. Okay. Do we have any more questions? No, we're all done. Fuck it. (laughs) Happy, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. It's not Christmas yet. No. We have like a whole other episode before that. Yeah. Shit. Well, we do. Yeah. What? Huh? <laughs>